I V M. Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of Triangle Offense. I'm Monish. As always, I'm joined by Nishant, and we bring to you the start of the week episode by discussing the top teams in each of the conferences because we have a bunch of interesting games that have happened and are going to happen in the next in the upcoming week. Timberwolves and Wizards. <laughs> Almost there. <laughs> Almost there. The Milwaukee Bucks thrashed the Boston Celtics. The scoreline doesn't suggest, but they had a big enough lead to say it thrashed. Hmm. The Utah Jazz really thrashed the Brooklyn Nets on scoreline and in real in actuality. The Lakers play the Bucks. The Lakers play the Jazz pretty soon. So it's going to be an interesting lineup of matches where all the big teams are facing against each other, and a good time to do a say a mini power rankings where we assess which teams on top and which teams would win the championships if. They started the playoffs today, and this is assuming that all of the players come back from their injuries, as, and also given that they missed a lot of time. Let's take that into context as well. So, who would be if you had to start, pick a team right from the go? Uh, if the playoffs started today, who would who Timberwolves. would it be? I think that's the easiest. You can't go wrong saying like Timberwolves are not going to lose in the playoffs this season, <laughs> uh, and the Wizards will be undefeated. I think that's the. I, I've never felt safer <laughs> making a prediction. I'm very confident that that. There's there's a very good chance that I'll I'll come out looking smug at the end of this. Um, uh, <laughs> I think the as always I think the West is super tough to call. In mm-hmm. the East, kind of fathom a guess. Maybe at best you can have a if not this team then it's this team and that's about it. Everyone's just fighting for pride after that. In the West, I, I genuinely have no clue who's gonna do what because. Um, even if i assume ad is back and it it's been a while now that that injury they it started yeah. off with a niggle and a knock and mri was okay no big deal but it's been a while now he's missed like double digit games deep mm-hmm. uh, high tens maybe 20 games um and then lebron's injury also it doesn't look like a career like a season ender but he's going to come back maybe it's or can he be full strength there's a lot of ifs with the Lakers, right? Because otherwise they would still be the outright favorites, at least out west, right. if not right. the the NBA overall, right? So, um, so there's that with the Lakers. There's the Clippers. Who who the hell knows what they'll come up with in the postseason? Uh, I have no doubt on Kawhi. For the most part, I don't doubt Paul George either. Like he can come undone sometimes, but I think he, including us, he gets a lot of flack uh, sometimes because he's kind of become a meme and and he's contributed yeah. to that, but. I think the Clippers' bigger problem is who the hell plays point guard in that team, and yeah. and I think everyone's finally realizing uh, what they knew at the start, but kind of forgot for a few weeks is that Batum nobody knows why he gets paid what he gets paid, so they've got a bunch of squad personnel problems there, and they kind of let go of their heart and soul in the locker room, which is Montrezl who just went to well stayed in Staples, went to the other uniform. These are the teams that are shaky where we don't know like in all probability the this should be the western conference finals lakers mm-hmm. and clippers eh, not too confident about either right now um right. let's see how they come back from injuries uh the lakers boys and and if uh, and if the clippers can put together a point guard but the team we should be talking about uh that in general everyone should be talking about is the Utah Jazz. We did one episode on them and we had like Utah Jazz fans thanking us, saying nobody ever talks about the Jazz. <laughs> so if we're going to talk about the Jazz, I like this team. They're an incredibly efficient team. Um, they're a deep team. They play all around. They play both ends of the court. They've got a superstar in the making in Donovan Mitchell. They've got someone who should be considered a superstar but isn't really in Rudy Gobert. But he gets paid like one anyway. 
it's nice it's a good story it's a lovely cinderella fairy tale story i haven't seen it ever end in a championship well i've seen it once in like the last 20 25 years the o4 pistons that was about the only team but that mm-hmm. team was so head and shoulders above everyone else in defense that some people saw it coming despite okay. facing off against shaq and kobe but who had their own share of problems by that point uh, th- that team had a superlative defense this team's good on defense mm-hmm. but it's by no stretch the best defense in the league the lakers with uh, you know half their squad and their uncle out uh, still still defend <laughs> almost as well so that's my apprehension uh, because then in the playoffs it's going to have to come down to as most playoff tightly fought series come down to can you get a clutch stop can you go down the court and can you get a bucket anyone who seen the seven game 2016 finals between the cavs and the warriors i think three and a half minutes it was that no team yep. scored it was just yep. defense upon defense upon defense and then finally kyrie irving hit the shot of shots and lebron gave them a block of blocks and that was that when when it's down to the wire like that i don't mm-hmm. know if we've seen enough from utah jazz in those situations mm-hmm. to really bet on them despite how good they are right now and if the argument is they're by far the best team in the nba why are you betting against them isn't that disrespectful uh, have you seen the bucks two seasons ago have you seen the bucks last season yeah regular season form is great but there are enough indicators to tell you maybe this doesn't translate that well to the to the playoffs because wherever the yeah, miami no. heat finished a bunch of players a bunch of folks would have picked them over the bucks last season right so that's right. my apprehension on on the jazz i don't think they'll i think dallas mavericks are a tough matchup for them mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and and they're they're catching fire right now both luka luka doncic and the mavs uh utah has a tough matchup for them gobert's rim protection is useless when nobody's going to the rim everyone shooting threes and their 7 foot 3 guy also uh, plays little post little to no post up and he's shooting like logo threes so they've got tough matchups coming up i'm not that enthused about the jazz either so i right now if everyone comes back fit my money is still on the lakers mm-hmm. uh, if i had to make um a pick outside of the lakers i would still say clippers despite their choke job last season players of that caliber don't choke every season in season out uh they had one they had a string of bad games last season yes but uh, if not the lakers i'd still put uh, put my money on the clippers all right i i think i have to agree with your lakers pick i think the minute ad and lebron are back in the team they are outright favorites regardless of how much they played before the yeah. playoffs i think if they are in the team that's enough to elevate them to the top spot but i i would pick the utah jazz over the clippers simply because of the fact and i stated this before that the clippers don't know the starting five yet and yeah. it's almost 70, 60% into the season yeah so if you don't know starting five yet i don't know when you're going to figure that out it's i don't and off season is that they have not known their starting five like they didn't know it last season either yeah so yeah. i i can't see myself picking the clippers okay. over the jazz the phoenix suns are interesting but i think the jazz are stronger for them yeah. they're I think Jazz are a seven man team. The top seven players are like incredible. Yeah. I think they can get into any starting five including Jordan Clarkson yeah. Joe Ingles shooting a career high three from three. Sure. For the game yesterday he shot 18 in the last three uh, games as well. So 18 out of 22 from three by the way which is incredible. Yeah. So I think having a is having a career high season as well. So mm-hmm. I would pick the Jazz over the Clippers uh, and the Lakers above the Jazz in the Western Conference. Okay. Coming to the East though. Mm-hmm. Do you think the Nets The 76ers are still the favorites given Bucks recent run of form. Uh since Drew Holiday has been back from the injury and his covid protocols, they won 8 in a row. They beat the Boston Celtics pretty comfortably. 
uh, they look like a team that have kind of figured out how to fit in the entire situation. I know they have not done well in the playoffs, mm-hmm. but I think this is their year. Uh, no. <laughs> Can this be the year? Sure. Do I think it it will be? Mm-hmm. It's not likely. I would I would consider it a significant achievement if if this mm-hmm. is indeed and and by their year I mean they come out of the East, go to the finals, mm-hmm. and then it's anybody's ball game. Uh, two teams in the East that are trending up and big time: Bucks since Drew Holiday's return and mm-hmm. Jimmy Butler balling out in Miami. Right. Both of these teams seem to be trending into playoff form at the right time. And maybe they can peak at the right time towards the end of the regular season. I I would well, still one, one thing for yeah, that. Uh, the Heat have lost four in a row, though. Yeah, can... but yeah, sure, sure. But um, in the uh, didn't they have a nine-game stretch where they won eight yep. where like Jimmy Butler yep. was averaging a near triple double? Yep. So yep. we've seen enough. I'm sure they've got rotations and whatever, and they'll drop a few games. But if these two teams go to the playoffs and the heat play the way we've seen them play after butler's return and after dragic had some time figuring out his new role cuz he has to come off the bench and all that i would still put my money on the heat over the the bucks especially if it's a direct matchup which it may well be given mm-hmm. where they they're likely to finish um so with the bucks i i think the question with the bucks is they've got one debilitating negative which is Giannis can't shoot the jumper still which means he has to drive to the rim mm-hmm. a lot of teams in the east have size now and everyone knows how how to just block off cordon off the lanes for Giannis right so then you get the ball out of Giannis's hands because if he drives to the paint and if he doesn't find a way to score which it's Giannis he will plenty of times but you can still get enough stops by by double teaming him where you have the option of fouling him if you think you're likely to concede and you know he's missing those free throws so it's a bit of a shack like situation without the i don't think his post up game is at shack's level so then the ball comes out of yanis's hands you're looking at middleton we've never seen him thrive in this role we've seen games here and there but not a series ever in the post season so that's mm-hmm. suspect drew holiday we have seen him thrive like he he's amazing in the post season is outstanding in the playoffs right so big step up on on bledsoe both ends of the floor even more so in the post season no doubt but the other big but is the coach because when teams start making adjustments when they figure out all right we get the ball out of yanis's hands middleton sometimes eh, on off drew holiday is the guy get the ball out of yanis's hands make sure the best defenders on drew holiday and that's the ball game or some such scheme right i'm oversimplifying it but then what do you have to do budden holds has to make adjustments Have we seen him do that much? Not really. Like he's not. If it was Nick Nurse coaching the Bucks, maybe I'd be a whole lot more confident, right? Or, or even uh, Coach Malone from from Denver. So I'm not betting on the Bucks. Right. Um, Philadelphia for me are the strongest team in the East, except for the Brooklyn Nets, who should be firm favorites regardless of how they defend at this point. Yeah, the problem with Philadelphia is that Joel Embiid has just played five games against the top ten defenses this season. Yeah. So he's missed a bunch of games. He's played. I know he was performing at MVP level before the injury struck him. Yeah. But he hasn't played the big teams yet. He has played just five times against the top 10 defenses. So are they good enough to say challenge the Nets? Are they good enough to challenge the Bucks? I kind of see them as suspect there. Uh, also given that Embiid is going to be scratchy when he returns. Yeah, uh so I I'm not going to read so much into him not playing against the more quality defenses mm-hmm. around the league. because mm-hmm. because i think we've seen enough now to know that even if he does they would fare well in the regular season mm-hmm. now the question is do they carry this to the playoffs 
my problem with the 76ers is not so much Embiid hasn't played against better opponents. He's missed a bunch of games. My problem is he's missed a bunch of games. It like it doesn't matter against whom that has come, because this is the same story. It's just like the Bucks. They're playing amazing basketball. They're on a hot streak. They're shooting this, that, and the other. They're defending great, accolades, um, go into the postseason, swinging, uh, firing on all cylinders, and then boom, kaput out. It's the same. Yeah. We've seen this movie, and we've seen this Philly movie also. Right. I'm just waiting for somebody to come break the news that Embiid's picked up some, you know, some knock or whatever. He's out for a bunch of games, a bunch of weeks. Or Ben Simmons is a- back, is acting up. It's season mm-hmm. after season after season to the point where the closer you get to the playoffs, the more your PTSD starts kicking in as a as a Philadelphia fan if you are one. That you're just waiting to wake up and hear bad news. On a, on a fitness front, if they are fit, I think they can take on pretty much everyone else in the East, including Milwaukee. Absolutely, including Milwaukee. I love the Drew Holiday Ben Simmons matchup. I think that's one for the ages. We, it's been a while since we've seen a matchup that good. Uh, like, it's you take Jamal Murray versus Donovan Mitchell, like square it, and that's what Drew yeah. versus Simmons in the playoffs would look like. Right? I'd love to see that. I'd love to see a Giannis versus Embiid matchup. We saw that last season, and like they had one good win each over each other. Um, right. So, I, I would fancy the 76ers over the Bucks. Brooklyn is a tight matchup. It's a clash of play styles and the play style that controls the tempo wins. Unfortunately, that's what tilts it in, in Brooklyn's favor because I think they're a lot more versatile and three superstars of that caliber, that's a tough mm-hmm. beat. It's a tough beat however well you defend and they don't. So, how is it that Embiid missing certain matches is a worry and Simmons back acting up is a worry, but... KD missing so many matches, including a, a whole of last season, and Kyrie missing matches regularly to attend birthday parties yeah. is not a worry. Yeah, it's not because Kyrie has been doing this all his life, and despite uh-huh. all of this, we've seen him in the play. We've seen him at the highest level in the playoffs. He hit the the clutchest shot in in recent memory in playoffs history. Um, spare maybe what Ray Allen hit. Um, so Kyrie is not that much of a worry. But, but that's more temperament. That's more mercurial behavior. It's not it's not fitness. Um, mm-hmm. So it's his choice when to go, when to come back. Uh, if he does that in the playoffs, God bless him, right? But I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> and they've still got James Harden. Two reasons why it's not the same thing. Uh, because with Philadelphia, you've seen this year after year after year. Brooklyn, you're seeing this for the first time. We've never seen a, an offense like this assembled, even with KD out. As If if you're looking at KD in isolation, it's the same as the Anthony Davis thing. I, I, I think we said this in one episode last week that the AD-KD thing both equally worrying because it's been a while now it's it's longer than just a knock or a niggle or a precautionary measure something's up it's a bit like zion coming off of a five-month break and still being on a minutes restriction Mm -hmm. last year like something was up there so um kd at some if he doesn't come back i think the scale tilts in philadelphia's uh, favor ever so slightly ever so slightly uh if kd is back i think it's 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 tough it's tough to beat beat that team for philly um and and that's that's how I see it. So I'm gonna assume KD comes back fit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna assume that this is precaution more than anything else because they don't need to rush him back. Have you seen Kyrie and James Harden together? So, <laughs> oh my god, yeah. Yeah. So I, I I'm gonna put my money on him coming back. If there's something catastrophic, well, what do you do? But we've seen this one time too many with Philadelphia. They don't last the length of a season. They're superstars. Um, right. And if we were talking about a grueling postseason after this, I, I don't know. We've not seen it enough. They, they've been to the conference finals once, and and they should have probably made it to the finals. Spare that one ridiculous shot from Kawhi. So, 
um, I'll see it when I believe it. Right now, my money's on Brooklyn to come out of the East and the Lakers, both heavily dependent on injury returns. My backups are Philadelphia and Clippers. All right, I think we have a slightly different opinion on the second pick. <laughs> in both the yeah. conferences because yeah. I would pick the Bucks over the 76ers. Huh? Uh, given that Embiid, uh, I don't know if he will sustain the grueling matchups. I don't know because his injuries have been a concern in the past. It's a concern this season. Uh, I think the Bucks have really improved. I think the earlier losses have really set them up better this season because the last two years, they've been running across teams. They never had close games, right? Yeah, yeah. That's what the Jazz are facing this season, I would say. They're winning comfortably and that's been a, that's a problem for them. But... I think the Bucks would be my second pick from the East. The Nets, of course, the obvious favorites given their star power. I, it's very difficult to beat that team. Yep. But yeah, let's see how that goes. It was a fun discussion. We'll keep doing our rankings every week and we'll keep switching our teams as often as possible. But until then, uh, nice talking to you and I will catch up tomorrow. Peace.